This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to Bananas. I, I'm Kurt. That's Scotty. You know this. You're listening to yeah. a mini-sode. You're not even listening right. to a regular episode. You're getting deep cut with the mini-sodes. This is when you get to know the real Banana Boys. Oh, None yeah. of that big, broad, money-making stuff. This is the <laughs> intimate. These are confessions. These are for our fans, our people, and, and also for the lazy people that get it six months later, sometime this fall. <laughs> We're currently recording it in, uh, I think it's July, June? When June. is it? Yeah, <laughs> June. There we go. June. It's hard to tell these days. <laughs> oh, what's up, dude? I'm up at... Uh, Malibu, Malibu Molly's Beachside Bungalow, you know, and it's beautiful. It's sunny. I'm going to go walk in the ocean after this. I'm having a nice day. I We have recorded there twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I usually, next time you're there, you got to let me know because I will come out. This so we was, can I got there. the text and I drove out. This was no planning. This was, it's a nice day. And I said, I'm on my way. I love it. I love that. I was just driving on the highway, 104 as I was driving. Mm. And then my air conditioning just turned, stopped working. Oh, man, I've had Ooh. that. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, what a bad, bad feeling. But doesn't it make you realize, like, our parents' generation, like the boomers oh. that had cars without air conditioning so or homes without air conditioning, and they just lit? I know climate change has made the world hotter, but it they probably, used to drive cross-country like that. Yeah, but it probably wasn't 104 in L.A. in June probably. 30 years ago. I doubt True. it. Right. True. Well, um, stay drated, man. Stay drated. Stay drated. That's what we always say. That's going to be mm-hmm. a new shirt. Stay drated. These are your stories, your confessions. Mm-hmm. We comment. We tell our stories. We just have a great time. This is a, to get you through. This is you get two episodes on Tuesday sometimes, and also you get one on Thursday to get you through. This is. Uh, I was so happy about this. Uh, this message that we received. Okay. This, uh, messages from Dober Lady of Intervale, which is like Dober Lady of Intervale. I don't know what that is. Like a Doberman, I think. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I got uh, it. Dober Lady of Intervale. Intervale. Okay. I believe it, it's in the UK somewhere. Maybe okay. it's Wales. I don't know. Let's see. Love that. Hi, I was listening to the All Animals Minisode this morning after a 15-hour mm-hmm. shift. I'm an emergency veterinarian, okay. and I had to write you guys because I have seen some shit, pun oh, intended. I yeah. I bet. Oh, okay. Uh, you were correct in your guess that tons of people have dogs who eat socks, underwear, etc., mm-hmm. which is, I guess, something we... I remember what, yeah. I remember this 
specific mini so because we were talking about a a dog who that ate thongs no had eaten 15 stuffed animals <laughs> yes yes i do remember that. yes and they just kept pulling stuffed animal after stuffed animal out of the belly <laughs> oh, and then he buddy. came back like three months later and he'd eaten like 12 of the same exact stuffed animals again yes. it was so funny yes um so i guess we were talking about that um she said but i have to specifically add that i know many veterinarians who have outed affairs because the underwear they cut out of a dog did not belong to the wife. Oh, wow. That's really crazy. Is that? I was just like, that's amazing. And, of course, she says, um, uh, this mm. is a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I suspect mm-hmm. that the underwear gets left behind, and the dog is like, this does not smell right, and I must dispose of it. So down the huh. hatch it goes. Huh? It's always a two-year-old Labrador owned by a couple with a few kids in middle school. Oof. I have had Oof. to return foreign objects that I have removed from dogs numerous times because the angry person who brought the dog wants to know who in the family is to blame. Well, see, that's interesting because I guess you, you I don't know if it's a legal thing, but like returning those possessions, but you makes you think if you got some risque underwear yeah. out of a dog's belly do you i you i guess you have to give it back you have I would, to give it back I, yeah i mean oof that is a crazy way to get busted isn't that it's it is the most crazy way to get busted you have to put it in a script it ha, that has to live somewhere yeah that's wild and i've yeah and i've never heard that before that's right it should go in a script but it's that is also yeah is the dog being a bud is the dog like being like i'm hiding the evidence boss i know you're up to no good i think it's more i think it's almost more like uh the dog being like this doesn't belong Yeah, or like, won't see her again, won't see him again, might as well chow down. But also, how brazen of the person to just leave their underwear while they're having an affair, my God. That's the craziest part. I remember I I hooked up with with someone years ago, uh, many, many, many years ago, and I I couldn't find my shirt afterwards. Uh So then I just had to leave... Yes. Without my shirt and like zip my jacket up and then continue to have an evening uh, like with no shirt, just uh, my jacket zipped up to my neck. And yes. she said later <laughs> she found it. It was like jammed in between the headboard and the bed. Yeah. Classic place. Um, and uh, and she was very nice to mail it to me. That is very, very nice. The night that I had talked about this on the pod a long time ago, the night I woke up covered in flowers, uh, I passed out at a party and they covered me in silk flowers and then they had moved a TV directly up to my face with porn playing on it. So I woke up like midsummer. I don't think you've done I did. I did. I definitely did. Somebody commented on it once. Uh, but yeah, I was in Brooklyn and I woke up on a futon and they somebody there must have been in a costume design or something, but they had taken like, I don't know, a thousand colorful flowers off of Lay's or whatever and just buried me in them oh, so when so i woke great. up i was just covered in a rainbow with porn uh tv two <laughs> inches from my face with porn playing and it was a place i had never a loft that i didn't know anybody that lived there so i it was cold and when i woke up it was probably like 3 a.m and i was like oh, i better get out of here and i'm looking for my hoodie and i can't find a hoodie and i was like this is gonna be the worst walk to the subway and it was a pretty long walk too and then i was like I wonder if there's, you know, at this party, sometimes people take your jackets, throw them on yeah. beds or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, well, I better go in. And I, I, I go to the bedroom where I think it might be. 
and I open the door slowly and I hear deep snoring, like really like sawn logs. And I kind of like glance in and there's, it's a woman snoring and she's wearing my hoodie zipped up. Like she had put it on cause she was cold too. <laughs> so I was like, it was like entering a dragon's lair and I like, I'm like looking around and I see another hoodie on a chair and I like walk over to that hoodie and I like try it on and it's definitely small, but I think it's hers. I think she probably got drunk and put right. on mine and I zipped it up and it wasn't. And then I left in the night It smelled like, you know, yeah. female perfumes or shampoos or lotions or whatever. And I walk to the subway and get on the L to the G to the F, you oh. know, that old classic oh, nightmare at 3 a.m. Still probably a little buzz, snowy out. And I realized it was a woman's hoodie and it came up to like my belly button. It was like midriff and it was like black. <laughs> and I was like, well, now I just look like the world's weirdest <laughs> creep that's like just woke up under flowers staring at porn. Now I'm wearing a woman's women's apparel on the it, train at four in the morning. I, I almost, love those for sneaks. some reason. I feel like you were at this party. I was it a New Year's party. It I was, don't remember that. Because I remember going to a New Year's party, and I believe you and Anthony Batista were there. Mm-hmm. And it was like one whole wall was like there was bi- it was a big warehouse type thing. And okay. it was the people had built their own rooms, you know, but like built them in that way that like people who don't do construction in their 20s build them. Right. Where it just right. looks like someone's built. A, a box up against the wall. <laughs> yes, very <laughs> poorly. It's yes. very poorly. But the front of it was actually pretty cool. Whoever's room that was that faced the wall of windows had made the wall of their room just all windows, but okay. like old windows they had found. Do you ever remember going to a party with like, I do. that? I like I that? actually yes. remember that party specifically. Yes. It wasn't that night, but I do remember that party. Oh, right. Yes. Look, you were there. That was yes. that was a long, long time ago. Uh, but that was 2005, 2006. I that was, was wearing deep. a party holster that party. I think I remember <laughs> that too. Because I don't think you and I were like good buddies. It's one of those things like when you're, it's almost like being new to high school or new to college yeah. dorm and you, you like recognize people and you've had the conversation, but you don't know if they remember you. But I do remember that. Yeah, I like it was like a it was like a my my girlfriend at the time I bought it for me was very fashiony. Uh, I I I never I wore it that one night and never wore it again because I could not pull it off. But it was like like a holster, like a like a cop's like gun holster, but instead of like guns, <laughs> sure. I just had like a beer in one side, like yeah. and uh, like my money in another side. That's uh, very funny to me. It was very funny. All right, so then there's a second part to this message. Oh, cool. Part two, honestly, by far, my favorite is the stuff that comes up when we have to induce vomiting for a dog that has eaten a toxin or something, which is a, a great way to start a, a, a little paragraph. I, mm-hmm. I once induced vomiting and a dog vomited like 10 used condoms and an entire bag's worth of fun size home enjoys. <laughs> Uh, It was a Saturday night, and everyone who walked by me in the ICU kept saying, someone had a good Saturday night. (laughs) 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 She said it was a bit rough to look that guy in the eye when I went out to tell him that his dog was going to be fine. (laughs) That's pretty good. Ten used condoms, an entire bag of fun-sized Almond Joys still in their wrapper. Oh, what a night. Just gobbling. Gobbling of Almond Joys in their wrapper. A Halloween orgy. Yeah. I'm guessing gay men or or just 
couples that are like, well, we've had sex for two minutes. Time to put on another condom. Oh, we've had sex for two more minutes. It's condom time. <laughs> and also, wouldn't you be more worried about the Almond Joys? Because yes. doesn't chocolate kill dogs? So yeah. you're probably like, screw the condoms. <laughs> We're fine with that. <laughs> it's the Almond Joys that I'm really stressing about. That's a... Vet, vet techs, veterinarians, that that just seems... Emergency vet centers yeah. must have endless crazy stories, yeah. and I bet they never work well as TV shows or movies because it's sad. Nobody wants to see mm-hmm. animals suffering. Right. Well, no normal person, so... Right. But yeah, talk about a crazy book. I'm, I'm sure there's one out there, but I could read that all night. Oh, I mean, like, uh, all creatures great and small, man. It's about mm-hmm. a, a Welsh farm doctor. Oh, is that right? I've never read that. I read it. I love that you. That's what you pulled up. All cre- <laughs> I've heard that. I thought it was just something my mom said about the Bible. I didn't know that was a real thing. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's a series. There's like four of them. I think I read all of them when I was like twelve or something. Very um, literate young man. You were I, a big reader. I love reading. Still do. You know, so I haven't lost it yet. Someday soon. Do you think when your kids are in like high school and college, you're going to get deeply back into reading? Oh, I'm already deeply back into reading because just ignoring them. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've been trying. I've been like, because uh, I just have a tendency to drink vodka sodas and watch TV, sure. and it's just not like it is incredibly pleasant way to watch TV. Yes, um, it is. But then I can just all of a sudden be like, did I just have four vodka sodas yeah, while man. watching TV? Like I didn't yes. go out and didn't do anything. The next day I wake up, I feel shitty. I get fat. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, and so I've been just not drinking during the week. I love and, that. Uh, and just reading. I read instead. Because I just kind of like, every time I sit down, it's like, I'm still trying to break the association of like, watch TV, drink vodka sodas. So yes. instead I like, I read instead. And then, and then every once in a while I'll like watch some TV. But usually it's because I'm like tired earlier. I get really affected. Like you, everybody thinks they don't get affected by advertising or whatever. But I always noticed that when I was watching shows or movies where they were drinking a specific thing, I wanted to drink that thing. Uh-huh. Like when Mad Men was on and yes. pour scotch or whiskey, yep. I'd be like, "Well, I guess I'm pouring a scotch right uh-huh. now." Uh-huh. Or like even like Sex and the City and shows like that, like Data Girl in Brooklyn, when that would come on, I didn't have the stuff to make a Cosmo, but I'd be like, "Well, I guess we're drinking martinis right now." Like, yeah, it, it's weird. I do get affected when I'm watching things and people are drinking things. I start to be like or like Lebowski like I don't like a white Russian but I'm kind of like oh maybe a white Russian would be nice I remember watching for me it was um <laughs> the early seasons of Ray Donovan I love me a Ray Donovan oh. you watch season one mm-hmm. what did he drink what were they drinking uh, he Bloody Marys? Drink, uh no 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 um McCallan's oh sure yeah, that's yeah, yeah. kind of yeah, McCallum's a certain type of Scotch drinker. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. that's not my kind of Scotch drinker. <laughs> um, it, you said something about dating somebody that was sort of stylish, and I hadn't thought about this until you said that in a long time. But in college, I dated a girl that was um, really cool, really nice woman, but she, she was half Puerto Rican, half Dominican. Uh, you know, born in Massachusetts, uh, but she liked me. And right when we first started talking, she was like, "Do you like merengue or bachata or whatever?" And I was like. Sure. I don't name something I don't know. Yeah. She's like, it would be so fun for you to come. There's this guy coming to campus and he's like really big from Dominican Republic and his name's Malafe. Uh-huh. And I go, okay. She's like, he's huge. And I was like, okay. And she's like, do you mind if I dress you up so you don't stand out? And I was like, I don't mind. Oh, this is so wonderful. Yeah. I was a sophomore. I oh, was, I, uh, love I, was this. Eight, I was 18 years old. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And 
So she went to H&M in the West Springfield Mall or wherever, and she bought me a uh, a pink shirt uh-huh. with a pink silk tie. <gasps> she said all of her friends and everybody going to this merengue concert, basically the men wore matching tie and shirt colors. Oh, I like that. And she like decked me up. Yeah. And so I put it on and I go, and I am the only like full white boy there. I'm the like, absolutely. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. And and somebody introduced it. It was in a small, it wasn't in like in the mullet, the, um, the main arena. It was like a smaller theater. And then it was 400 Hasa Casa uh, Latino or Hispanic students dancing furiously to Malafe, uh-huh. whose biggest song is called La Vaca, which uh-huh. means the cow. Uh-huh. And it's basically super quick music to dance to, fast music that goes la vaca, moo, la vaca, moo. And so I'm <laughs> laughing at the fact that there's a guy on stage mooing and saying la vaca. And she's like, don't laugh. And she's like teaching me stuff. And it was really fun. I fit it, but like I, I, everybody was dressed like the way she was, but it was, it was definitely like, look, I was brought into the situation like, look, I found one. He'll show up. <laughs> And so I'm laughing at La Vaca or whatever, and then the next song comes on, and I think it was called like Ombre Divertido, like Little Happy Boy or uh-huh. something. And that one's, and then there's one about a dog that's like it barks, so they have a dog barking sound that's like ruff ruff ruff. And I'm like, is merengue or bachata or whatever just the funniest music ever made? Because <laughs> all the words I understand seem insane. I remember. Silk shirt, silk tie, very hard to dance in, very sweaty. Yeah. But yeah, I should try to, I should find that person. She oh, was very fun. Happy very fun. boy. And yeah. you are. Oh. Un divertito. Un it was like, here we go. Um, you want me to do, I, you know what? I have two minutes. leftover confessions. Give them to me. Um, this was the topic places I've hid stuff or one big okay. secret. This one, I, this one made me happy. I'm glad we're not skipping over it. Yo, bananas, which is a funny way to start. Yo, bananas. Love the pod. I still don't know why I did this, but I hid a burger for my wife. <laughs> I really wanted to eat it later, and I knew she'd be hungry after work, so I hid it <laughs> in the back corner of the fridge around and put some other stuff around it and then ate it in the middle of the night when she was asleep. <laughs> but in my defense, it was so fucking good. <laughs> That's it. You're absolved. You're uh, absolved. <laughs> I mean, that's a great confession. Um, I hope oh. she's not a banana animal, too, because I bet she knows who this is. You probably have a real weird thing for burgers. Oh, that's so funny. I have just, I've been really appreciating, um, you know, every once in a while, folks, I like to talk about my air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I have been, I found it to you be. You love it. It's if you get French fries, yes, sir. Spe- French fries and burgers, like, and if you get an extra burger and some extra French fries, and you don't want to eat them right now. You put them in the fridge. They suck. They always suck when you try and warm them up in the microwave or you put them in an oven. Especially fries. Especially, Especially fries. fries. An yeah. air fryer, man. Mm. That those fries taste like they. It's it's like they are brand spanking new. Because it, just, I've never had them. Oh, you just throw them in the air fryer for like two minutes. And it's like brand new fries. Same thing with a burger. It's the best. Anyway. Uh, oh, my God. Well, we got to get a sponsor. I, I haven't heard you speak this passionately about things in a while. Oh, you, we got to get an air fryer sponsor. Passionately about my Breville Smart Oven Pro Air Fryer. 
Katie, producer Katie Levine, <laughs> clock this. Let exactly right know. We need Breville air, fi- air fryers. We will do a PE. We're going to get really into it. Well, I'll eat fries on air. Oh, hell yeah. Nobody right. wants that. Give me the other Here's one. Here's the last, uh, last confession for this epi. This, I think, falls under my one big secret, even though okay. it could be places I've hid stuff. My one big... A capital B-I-G secret is that I've never paid taxes in my adult life. Not once in 23 years. I work off the books mainly, so it's not that hard to do. But if the IRS ever figured it out, I am fucked six ways to Sunday. Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) Please forgive me. It does keep me up at night sometimes, exclamation point. (laughs) You are forgiven. You are totally absolved and forgiven. But We don't care. We don't care. I'm worried for you, though. <laughs> yeah, we are concerned. <laughs> that is something that, like, at w- once you add it up for that many years, it's a big number, buddy. But also, how long does the average person work their career? 30 years? 35 years? I don't know. Maybe because the the way the world is, 40 years yeah. now. Like, this person is Could 23 years it. into whatever their career is. It's like, they're not. They're probably not going to get... They're not going to get Social Security. They're not getting contributed. Social, Exactly. But... Depending what their job is, if you can do it until old age, uh, they might skate by. Do you? Is that? I don't know if you do. I think if once you hit like the thirty year mark, they're they're gonna come for you. I get. I mean, well, maybe I guess not. so. I, I have no idea. I don't know either. I'm sure we have a tax lawyer that is a banana animal that will either listen to this next Thursday or in, or six, in six months, months and we'll get a lot of responses in L- six. Leave months. us. You know, a paragraph, three sentences. Is there a way out? If you've never paid taxes in 23 years, is this person royally screwed? I'll give an update on a future episode. I mean, we forgive you. The Banana Boys. Oh, you're absolved as far as, taxes. We are, yeah. as, as far as we're concerned. But uh, wow. I was like, terrified. That is, I get it. It must be my one big secret. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would be terrified. Ooh. If you. But also, if your name's not on a lease, I don't know. There, it might you be have hard. To, you have to live pretty uh, below, under the radar. Like you have to live out in the woods, like my buddy Steve Lee, right? Um, or in a major city yeah. and just slip through the cracks. I feel like, I feel like in New York City, I knew a lot of artists or people that were like, "I'm a carpenter, I'm a painter, I'm a whatever," who probably never paid taxes. Yeah, I know Steve but, Lee never did, and then he got on. He got on Medicaid when he got sick. I think he was on Social Security and Medicaid, and he, I don't think he ever paid taxes. He lived crazy. You know, he lived in the woods, no running water, no electricity, had no bills in his name or anything like that. So, one time, um, you know, Scotty is not the most unique name, but there's not a ton of Scotties flying around. But I got an email once from a um, entertainment manager, yeah, and he, his accountant's name or finance financial guy's name was scotty and he once sent me his entire finances and retirement portfolio so amazing and i opened it up because you know it was like you know whatever 2016 blah 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 and i opened it up and i started scrolling and i was like oh this isn't for me but i totally saw all his social security numbers how much money he has in the bank how much he's like saving what his kids are getting that's crazy and i remember and i emailed him i was like i deleted it I just want to let you know. Oh, he's like, oh, sorry, man. Yeah, thanks so much. And I was just like, dude, you just like, yeah, that is one of the things. Double check that email. Yeah. Double check. And use a secure server to upload shit like that. Yeah, I know. That's what we want to leave you with. Use a secure server to (laughs) upload financial documents, folks. (laughs) 
You gotta get an air fryer. You gotta <laughs> use a secure server when you're uploading financial documents. This must be the most informative episode <laughs> of Bananas we've ever done. We've learned. We've loved. We have. And we'll see you uh, next time here on a Tuesday mini-sode, folks. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bananas. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.